0: hey everybody it's the r&b show can you dig it and now here's ricardo and brett
1: i mean i think he meant brett and ricardo <laughs> oh yeah brett and ricardo <laughs> I, thought, no, I thought it was
2: gonna be the bnr show tonight. Nope. welcome no that'd be bleacher report buddy and they're not a sponsor welcome to the r&b show episode number eight of the only podcast dedicated to high school sports in the Fox Valley area. I'm your co host, Ricardo Guayle. Sitting alongside with me as always is Breck Rustofferson. We're both with USA Today Network, Wisconsin. Also don't forget about McLovin, Jim Rosendick, it's our me. McLovin anyway. You that call him me. Rosie, also part of the USA Today Network, Wisconsin Digital Livestream Chief. And we're hoping that people are watching this right now because we don't know. Facebook right now, it, it, It's it's been crippled. I don't know what's happened. I'm not sure if it's the North Koreans. I don't know if it's the Russians. Brett, what's going on here? I know you haven't been able to get on Facebook. I haven't been able to get on Facebook. But for some reason, Rosie has.
0: Yeah, it, it it says we have five viewers right now. Oh, okay, okay. So, all right, that's good. So, so that's yeah, good. well, it's it's I guess oh, six I, I, now. Six, six, we're up now. to six. Yeah. I,
1: I saw that there's some outages worldwide. Yeah. So uh, I can't get on, but yet other colleagues here can get on. So I don't know what's going on with the uh, with the connection, but hopefully Facebook fixes it quickly because I have some things to post as far as our Varsity Roundtable show. Yes. And I gotta promote it, and if I can't promote it are people going to watch it
2: that's right exactly you know and i'm just i'm just worried about people c- i'm not sure if there's an access or a breach uh it's my credit card info and my bank account info the twenty dollars that people would take out of my bank account you know have fun with that you know that's a couple of value meals over there at the mcdonald's there or whatever but uh <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm worried about losing everything that i got you so know what so i'm uh, worried
1: about i'm worried about you
2: you've been sick i have been sick i'm worried about catching whatever you no. have hey you always want to sit close to me man that's not my thing but anyway uh so yeah what's the deal with you the last three days, I've been battling some sort of cold. It's been a real pain in the butt. And uh, Monday, I was able to make it to the, uh, our Clubhouse Live show. And Yesterday was actually the worst day out of the three. It was really odd because, let me tell you, I had some of the Sudafed, but I also had this other medicine. Basically, it's the knockoff of Walmart has for whatever Nyquil or Dayquil or whatever, and I must have downed half the bottle. Ooh. Man, I, I was down in that thing
1: like every three or four. It was, you know, it was like it was like happy Were hour you. For you me. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would strongly suggest reading the dosage. Yes, uh, instructions I do read the on there and not, and not going a little too crazy, with right?
2: Exactly. Uh, but uh, and I feel a lot better today, though. It's Good. it's a hundred percent better than yesterday. Uh, I
1: wasn't going to let you not make it to Clubhouse Live. I was refusing to accept. Yeah, I know. Your that, answer.
2: that's okay. Well, no, I, I was able to make it and able to, you know. I guess get myself enough of a cocktail medicine-wise <laughs> to, to, to survive. But, yeah, later that night I was in rough shape, too. I don't know if you knew that, by the way. But, yeah, it was pretty bad.
1: We're, we're going to see at the football game on Friday. Yes. Oh, no, no, streamer? no, no. I'll be, I'll be a all big right one. to go
2: by then. Yeah, it is a big one. And that, we're going to have more on that in a little bit. That's the big Wrightstown Little Shoot battle for the NEC. Five possible teams vying for a state title – or for a, for a division title, I should say. But we want to talk about first last week, BC, mm. because Appleton West, Appleton North. Lightning got a big win. Appleton North is off this week, in a real quirk of a schedule there uh, for them. Appleton West now is in clutch mode because they got a win to clinch a, a playoff spot. Now, they're probably in even if they don't, but you never know. You got you got to go into uh, Kakana. You yep. got to get that win, though, BC.
1: 56-10, Appleton yeah. North over Appleton West in, in the rain. We, you and I, were dry. Well, sort of dry. The rain was uh, coming into the press box, but not quite as wet as Rosie out there. Yeah. But you well, were you were pretty protected though. I had, though. I had, had my gear umbrella. On. Yeah,
0: I had my gear, my umbrella. It was it was okay. But
1: it was not. Uh, it was really the first. I hate to use the term stinker for our game of the week live stream right. because we've had a lot of good games, yeah. good matchups. Blowout was the first. This light. was our first not blowout. It was. It was uh, what was it? Uh, Thirty-five to ten at the half. I've got it up here. Fifty-six ten. Lightning win. Running clock in the second half. Um, a dynamic offense. We've talked about Appleton North again with Carter Robinson. Uh, Leading the way and, and calling the shots back there, uh, a great running attack, a great offensive line, uh, fantastic receivers uh, throughout. And uh, I know that uh, the Appleton North coaches have said some very favorable things uh, for their junior quarterback. Hard to believe he's going to be back for another Robinson, season. Robinson,
2: yes, and uh, he looked it, great. That, not just that; it's the amazing uh, receiver, the two receivers that he has specifically. Adam Zaratsky, that combo is really, in my opinion, probably the Jake best. Van the Akron area. the other and one. You don't forget about Van Akron, too. So you have those two guys. You have the two great running backs. Have a pretty solid tight end, and then that big old NFL size offensive line. Appleton North, when they can limit mistakes and penalties, they're as tough to mm-hmm. beat as anybody. I know a couple of weeks ago he talked about them being a tough out in the playoffs. They will be a tough out be. in the playoffs. Now Appleton West, Brett. They were when you're playing without Alec Gofford and Paolo. That that takes a significant. Amount of
1: playmakers off the field. Well, you're putting a sophomore quarterback in, and that's a, that's a big stage to put a sophomore. He's an underclassman, right, yeah. Rosie? I mean, yeah. that, that's a big deal. Yeah. A, a kid that, as we said during the the webcast on Friday night, he's he's going to gain experience from this, and this will help him in the long term. Right. But right now, he's going to uh, they're going to take their lumps, unfortunately. Hopefully, uh, for his sake and uh, for Apple and West's sake, they'll go into Gakana and, and wrap up and solidify that. That postseason bid, uh, a Hacker was uh, the quarterback's last name. Hacker, yes. And um, he did some good things, though, too. He got out and moved the pocket a little bit, get out on the run. So you can definitely see some flashes where he's going to be a good-looking quarterback down the line. But it's baptism by fire now, unfortunately, due to the uh, injury to Alec Gofford, who uh, was, was, a, was a staple of that terror's offense, could throw the ball, and was very dangerous on the run as well. And that, that's a big weapon to take out of the lineup.
2: Now, Appleton uh, North again, Brett, with the weird two-week layoff. Yeah, what's going uh, on here? Well, yeah, they, you know, with the VFA switching over to three divisions, BC, and I, and I did a story on this earlier. Some teams were really in trouble trying to find a last-second, basically, because remember, Wausau uh, excuse me, Wausau West left, and uh, that forced Wausau, uh, Wausau uh, east, east left the
1: lumberjacks. Yep. <laughs>
2: excuse me, that forced the teams to find last-second non-conference opponents for Appleton North. It was
1: difficult. Yeah. Hold on a minute. Oh, see, here we go. Uh-oh. He's he, Rosie. He's <laughs> yeah. still he's still hurting, as you can tell. I just could see it in his oh, face. Does he I, just have any water there? Just as long as I no, don't. No, I don't. Have to I thought oh. I thought the cough drops would be enough. As, but, as long as I don't okay. have to do the Heimlich on you. Uh, you look like
2: yeah. you're about. Well, no, but something. Appleton what, uh, Appleton North. I mean, and then so they couldn't find who 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 the heck wants to play Appleton North in a, in a non conference game week nine. Right but now, do you think
0: that might yeah. actually not benefit? That might hurt them in the playoffs. Not or having that week off, or do you think? It, they're just going to be – they're good enough right now where it just doesn't matter. No, I think They just so. get rest, guys rest and come back gangbusters as usual.
2: In years past, uh, they've been hurt. So in this way, I think it helps them because they're going to be relatively healthy going yeah. into week now or the first week of the playoffs, B.C. Wrightstown, Luxembourg, Casco. <clears throat> I'm going to let you talk a little bit while I hack it over here. Any C thoughts, though? Five, uh, five-way tie possible? Well, I've got if, a r- yeah. If, if Little Shoot beats – Wrightstown.
1: Well, we'll talk about that uh, at the end, but that is our game of the week live stream. It, it worked out well for us, as, again picking games from in in April, trying to figure out what what <laughs> yeah. might be uh, a good week nine matchup. And I thought at the time, hey, Little Shoot <laughs> Wrightstown, maybe it, they are battling for the conference championship. At that time, I thought it would be a two team battle for yeah. the league title, not potentially a five team logjam. You got Wrightstown on top at six and one, then Little Shoot FVL, Luxembourg Casco, and Freedom all at 5-2. and two. If Little Shoot beats Wrightstown, that's 6-2, uh, and two, and i got to check out the schedules here. You've got uh, FVL taking on Marinette. You like their chances in that one. For the Foxes, Luxembourg-Casco taking on O'Connell Falls, a winless Panthers team. You like their chances in that one. And then Freedom in Denmark. You like the Irish beating Denmark. Denmark having a down year in football. Very uh, possible that there could be a five-way conference title. Ricardo, you might have to do some some reporting and figure out how they're going to figure out the seating from this. I thought when we did our live stream check yesterday yeah. at Little Shoot High School, we were told <coughs> that uh, they're looking at first half points allowed to yeah, maybe determine so it's going how that far the down AD how the, how the yeah. seating could k- sort of finish up here. You know, is, as far as the seating meetings coming up on yeah. Saturday and getting the playoff pairing set. Well, but that
2: that that's going to be the one to watch. And you look at it, seating meetings, and that's a part of a story that I did. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Wrightstown
1: could make it very simple, though. And beat Little Shoot. They are yeah. the outright conference champion. Perfect point there, Brett. Uh, and Wrightstown did it, had a nice game against Casco last week. I was going to say this.
2: Him. None of this is possible without Wrightstown handing luxembourg Casco a loss. So kudos to the Tigers there. Uh, I, I in my opinion, they've been the most consistent Northeastern Conference team. So that's something perhaps they could bring up as well when you go into those seeding meetings. Well, Little
1: Shoots won five straight, but Freedom's a dangerous team right now. I think too. They they've got some weapons. Caden uh, Holfacker uh, on the outside as a receiver is very very fast and we know that from track but watch out for the irish too uh, under their new head coach They're, they seem to be hitting their stride as well
2: frank mattia doing a great job there in his first year has some some very good assistance as well and i think actually uh, ex-coach clint krewalt is actually still a part of the program still helping There's out a little a chris, bit chris grison's part of that, Gryson's uh, that part of that the the as well so I mean you got I mean some pro experience there that's fantastic too when you have that kind of uh, talent on your assistant coach roster that's saying a whole lot, Brett. That, that That's a lot of a uh, uh, football experience there. You know, we talk about the NEC. The Bay Conference is also going down the last week as well because menasha West Pier. West Pier plays one of the Green Bay schools. I think you would think that that's going to be a, a, a victory for West Pier. I know Manasha has to go to Seymour, Brett. Seymour, they're a team that. Can play with the best of them, and then there's also a team that sometimes plays down to their competition. I know Coach Korth, when I talked to him on Saturday, very concerned here because Manassas, you could almost say in some ways, is similar to Seymour in that sometimes they play down to their competition, maybe a little bit. Menasha should win that game. It should be a two-way tie atop the bay, but you never know going into that last week. This much I know: West Pier is going to be eight and one. Uh, or I should say seven and one in uh, in in the Bay.
1: Well, yeah, West Appear I got it up here. They're playing Green Bay East. Green Bay East struggling at one and six in the conference, one and seven overall. West Appear, as you said, with the one loss total. So you got to like the Phantoms' chances mm-hmm. of winning that one. Menasha and Seymour. I think Menasha and we talked about it uh, in an earlier podcast. They're, uh they woke up after the loss to New London, and uh, I think that they're not going to look past Seymour. Uh, thinking that it's going to be a cakewalk, I think uh, as you said, Jeremy McQuarrie, very very concerned about the Thunder. Uh, but I think the the loss to New London earlier in the season has uh, has uh, snapped the Blue Jays to attention, if you will. And I, I think uh, maybe it could be a blessing in disguise as Manasha now looking like they will be in Division Two in that playoff uh, race. There was talk about maybe the Blue Jays uh, slipping down even to Division Three. Still a chance. There's still a small a chance s- that still might happen. More but. than likely going to be Division Two now, and uh, as they get ready to make a run the, that we saw back in, what, 2014 when 2014. they won the state ta- uh, D2 championship. So we'll see how it <laughs> goes for the Blue Jays. But, yeah, again, I like their chances uh, uh, very well uh, in going to Seymour and winning that game. In fact, I think we might have a reporter there. If, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think we do. I think that's the plan.
2: But, Brett, plan. what's, what's happening in the VFA West? Five, te- five wins you got to clinch. Two teams with four and three records, Rapids and Marshfield. Uh, actually, Stevens Point has a chance to become play, playoff eligible, yeah. Brett really surprisingly so your thoughts on that because the VFA West I mean, when we went to three divisions I would think it would have been an easy case for them to have someone kind of uh, rise from from those five teams but no it's amazing to see that and you're kind of seeing why they want to play teams in the in the in the in the Fox Valley because I don't know if there's really a true program over there that kind of rises above the rest
1: well looking at the standards here you got the five teams Marshfield first place at four and three in the in the VFA West so the weakest of the th- of the three divisions, <laughs> yes, without without a doubt, uh, the way yeah. th- things have played out. And frankly, I really don't know what kind of a playoff run to expect from from these clubs. Uh, credit Spash and Pete McAdams for bouncing back after some very difficult losses. I know Nina, uh, Kimberly, Appleton North, uh, tough losses that they sustained. A Couple of those games, maybe a break here, break there. They win those games. But again, we've talked about it with Colton Kozieski from the Panthers. He's rushed for over thirteen hundred yards. He's kind of a one-man uh, show for uh, for the Panthers offensively, so uh, I don't know uh, what's going to happen over there, but I'm not <coughs> expecting deep playoff runs, and I don't mean any disrespect to those programs. But uh, the, the the talent of the VFA is in the north, and the south.
2: And I will say this, uh, and I've mentioned this to you guys before. Uh, that I always remember that that F- that meeting over at F E L A W A when Deb Hauser basically when she made the the move to create the VFA, uh, she uh, she was she took a little bit personal maybe some of those. Uh, uh, objections from the v- Fox Valley Association, and she basically turned around, looked at them, and said, well, maybe you're basically worried to compete with teams in the Wisconsin Valley. Uh, no. No. This, this should prove without a shadow of a doubt that the Fox Valley Association has no problems competing with teams over there in the VFA. Not one team in Week 9 has clinched a playoff berth. I find that wow. shocking shocking, and uh, that's all
1: I'm going to say on it, Brett, because I don't want to get in trouble. Rosie, you and I are both from central Wisconsin, you from Rapids, I am from Stevens Point. Back in the day, the Wisconsin Valley was good. Yeah. Really good. You
0: had Rapids, you had Point, you had DC Everest. Everest. Anago was in there at the time. They were good. good. Merrill wasn't too bad back then, but well, you're
2: talking about a long time ago. But I'm, I'm just—we're I'm just, talking yeah. about eight tracks, you know. it
0: wasn't ago, that long ago. In Monte Carlo, it wasn't that long ago. Twenty-five wasn't that long ago. And yeah. it,
1: correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe there is a certain team from the Wisconsin Valley that's won three straight boys' state championships in Division One. So yes, that's, that's, just, that's saying that, just saying that. Well, yeah. Just saying that. Just saying that. I'm talking football, but I'm saying football. There was a time, oh all that long ago, where they were a good, a very a power um a powerful conference in football a okay. state power a lot, well, a lot of good teams
2: in there I like the, I like the the old Wisconsin Valley but than I do the FRCC but that's all I'm going to say right now about that Brett but
1: no doubt the FBA <laughs> since our time has certainly I mean it's always been one of the premier leagues in the state if and it, it's probably elevated itself even more now top to bottom regardless of the sport um so you know not surprising based on what we see here consistently year in and year out that uh, the level of play over here is just is fantastic. So. Now we get some hate mail from uh, some of the Wisconsin Valley teams If would you listen see, to our podcast? Would you
0: guys mm-hmm. see any of those teams at all? Just pulling a win of Connie no. this year? No, nothing at because all. Because
2: eventually they're gonna have to go against teams in our area, right? I,
0: I just kind of I'm still like with Spash because they. They almost beat Kimberly, and they almost beat North.
2: Listen, unless they get somehow Joey Hauser <laughs> to come back out and play with the receiver, the big 6'8 kid, that ain't happening. There's no surprise there. And
1: having said that, Spash made it to the state semifinals last year, and Pete McAdams yeah. even took him to a state championship game uh, a handful of years ago. So he's got a nice program there, but I'm not sure this is they, the season where we're going to yeah, see something like
0: that. I, I know they, it's it's a one-man show. But and, I,
1: and I like Colton Kozieski a lot. He's a oh, fantastic, yeah. athlete, fantastic yeah, they, athlete. They
0: need a passing attack to compliment that though i think just just curious just throw it out there we'll
1: touch more on football a little bit when
2: we talk about the the live stream the wrightstown little shoot live stream uh, towards the end of the show but uh, moving on congratulations brad and and, a big sincere uh uh, congratulations to erica preby oh yeah individual champion in d2 wia golf on tuesday she shot a 160 total uh back-to-back 80s that's Uh, consistent that is consistent and over um at W I state golf Incredible, incredible performance for her. The first Appleton golfer since Appleton West, Andrea Klee in 1995 mm. to win the individual championship. 22 um, years. Wow. Yeah, Preby was third. Uh, Preby helped F E L become third as a team uh, in the team competition. FVL was playing in their sixth consecutive state meet. That is an, an incredible accomplishment for the Foxes. So Speaking about state power, right? Yeah, right there. And Erica Preby. So, uh, you know, the Preby name is very, very, very mm-hmm. familiar over that FVL. Uh, I think it was Kayla Preby w- was also a heck of a golfer. Uh, for at Fox Valley Lutheran, but Erica doing her thing and winning that state golfing. I don't think people understand how difficult it is because a lot of times you know, you're dealing with some of those teams in the Southeastern Conference, a lot of great individual golfers. Brett, for her to pull that off and become, like you said, the first girl in 22, 23 years to win it speaks very highly of her, and I know her dad, Co- uh, Dennis, very happy with that.
1: Obviously, and uh, very well he should be. Very proud of uh, his daughter, but 1880, that I can get in nine holes, I think. Huh. Uh, a good 80s is, is a good score for me. Yeah. Rosie, I know you like yeah, to golf a little yeah. bit. I,
0: I'm, uh, and that's at a hacker's I'm course. at least in the 60s on that. That's not, at a hacker's So okay.
1: so the 80s. 80s so. Okay. You know, the you know, problem with my golf game is I'll have a beautiful drive, and then I chunk it from there on. <laughs> or I'll have a terrible drive, and then I'll hit a fantastic approach, and then I'll five putt. Okay, and Be- I can never put it
0: together
1: for a single hole.
0: You never have like that great drive, that second good hit, nope. and then that third one's horrible, and it throws your entire game the rest of the day off.
1: I've had those too, oh, but okay. a lot right. of times on my drives, uh, I'll end up in the woods. Oh everybody yeah. else is I, playing off there. the fairway, and I say I'll
0: see you guys at the green. <laughs> That's right. Uh,
1: my my game is more uh, based along uh, ceramic bears and clowns and windmills. Uh, I'm pretty good. Uh, oh, I'm go. pretty go. good go. when yeah. it comes to. Yeah. It. yeah. By We're the enough. way, uh, I got to give a plug to the the red putter up in Ephraim. Fantastic, classic mini golf course if you want to play a where a is that at ch- up in Ephraim
0: oh okay Ephraim. You, want a, you,
1: you want a challenging uh, mini golf experience nice that's okay. the place to go where's, where's Ephraim that's up in Door County what's the matter with know. you I don't know I don't go up to Door County why man. don't you don't leave the Appleton
2: area I for do once. I just go south with a <laughs> civilization my man that's what
1: I do Door <laughs> County it's peace and quiet serenity yeah, I and get and up there and I say Serenity now, right? There you go, Serenity yeah. now. Other so dance Maybe clubs now. and girls and, and, and Latin dance clubs. Am I? So do I worry about no, that? No, no. So there you not. go. That
2: should be your your point right there. Go up there. I don't care about that. Ride right around in Serenity. the Jeep
1: and have a good time. But getting back to Erica, 80 and 80 at a, at University Ridge, a uh, very challenging golf course. It is. That's a that's a heck of a score. A two day total and congratulations to her. And this is what I tell you, Ricardo. They need to be on the varsity roster. Yeah, round and table. I'm
2: actually going to uh, talk to uh, Dennis about the having uh, get them on Erica on and the girls perhaps next Wednesday. We'll we'll see. Hopefully, we can get that squared away. Recap and have them the on. season, right? Yeah, I mean it, it's a, it, it definitely an honor and definitely one of our top stories already to this high school sports season. Erica Preby again, individual champion in D2 WIAA girls golf. Brett, mm-hmm. uh, other topics. First off. I'll let me talk, let I... me talk to Rosie first about this. Okay, because we did the girls volleyball we match did. last week yep. on Tuesday. Yep. What was your your thoughts initially on that? Again, uh, just just re- to remind
0: folks. Initially, it was really hard to film, <laughs> <laughs> but we got it down. I thought it was it was a really neat experience because one, I just had no idea that these girls were this athletic. I mean, and they brought it. Uh, how how are they gonna know where this where the ball is landing and these uh these kills that they did and it it keeping the ball in bounds and it was crazy i mean some of the saves yeah yeah it it was we i definitely would want to go back and and do another uh another volleyball game but it was it was insane it was nothing it wasn't what i thought it was gonna be it was crazy insane way more insane than i thought it would be
2: now i say that because and no i'm not trying to uh, promo a possible another game that we're doing i just wanted to say we had a great time last week yeah. unfortunately we won't be covering the big game this week not in the live no. stream not in the live stream aspect kimberly at nina this is basically for the fox valley association title both teams come in at seven and oh nina i believe ranked second or third uh in division one uh for in the wisconsin volleyball coaches association um, Kimberly is also our guest on roundtable tonight, yeah. Brett. So that's cool for them to come on before a day before their big game. Uh, so hopefully there's nothing wrong going on there. But um, that's a big game. That, that's for all the marbles, I think that's what you want going into the last uh, conference game of the season. BC. Yeah,
1: that's uh, going to be a great atmosphere. I think that, is that it, Nina, at the it, at it, yeah. Yeah, I mean field Fieldhouse where we streamed last week. Uh, so that's going to be a, well. Even Kimberly High School would have been a fantastic. Yeah, setting that that's a yeah either that's venue. That's a loud gym too. But yep. uh, I think Einerson, the Einy Dome, is to call it down at Nina is going to be a rocking and rolling and be jam-packed should be a good volleyball you'll be there i, believe, I will be there covering um, it so check out postcrescent.com but uh, after um the match uh, that evening and uh, i think you're going to see a, a heck of a game and heck of a match and i wish we could stream it actually yeah but, but i know yeah. schedules are tight yeah they that's are the they are the, schedule, the old ball coach here has got a uh, got another practice he's that's got right. a commitment No, uh, a that's correct the green the
0: berets are are almost finished here. Yeah, we're we're going to see if we can actually get a win this weekend. Okay. So players were good and loose last night. So it's a, you got to well at least get a touchdown anyway. Yeah, well we did get a touchdown once, and now we're just working on getting <laughs> first downs again. They <laughs> got
1: one once. That's once, good. I was yeah. just getting yards, but. Uh, maybe next year, uh, maybe do a couple of volleyball streams because right, the numbers, uh, the, numbers like that, the numbers yeah. dictated that there was a, certainly
2: an audience to watch it. And that's what we're hoping to do. But either way, uh, Thursday night, or, or check it out later Thursday night, with my story on that. I'm actually, I'm actually going on my day off because I want to see this game and make sure that it gets the proper coverage that, that it deserves. That boy. So again, Kimberly at Nina for the, all the marbles in the FBA. Uh, girls volleyball. See this thing? Look at this. I got a big old ingrown yeah, please. hair. Please, we don't want to look at that. You're, you're <laughs> yelling at me about coughing over here, and you're, you got your ingrown... Itches. What do I itches. What do I do to get rid of
1: that? Ingrown toenail? Tweet no, me at BCBretzy. BC maybe give me some ingrown hair uh, advice. In-grown. I think
0: you might have to get a tweezers and just yank it out. Ah! Yeah. ah. That's that painful. We Seriously, though, we, we have to do more volleyball games. That is a great, fantastic atmosphere. And right I want right to
2: send now. another thank you to uh, BJ Bryant for helping mm-hmm. us last Tuesday, and he expressed interest in a possible... Kimberly Nina not gonna be able to do it, but uh, we'll keep Hip and Nine, and hopefully have him on a couple times next year as we kind of, you know, segue into a little bit more out outside the box when it comes to football, basketball. We're also gonna be doing girls volleyball. Hey,
1: uh, circle back to football. You didn't give yourself props on uh, your seating meeting story that you oh, did. Oh, uh, I did. With that's football. right. So How go back and, and talk about. Yeah, you talk about time. yourself. You love talking about yourself. Yeah,
2: I do. And, and let's and, and let's talk about first off. These coaches were very careful in what they were telling me. In well, in explain some the, 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 the gist of the story. Okay, so there's 224 teams that make the playoffs, right? Uh, seven divisions, 32 teams uh, have to make it from each division, and then those 32 teams are broken off into four regions. And those eight teams then go to these seating meetings to where they find out which team is ranked first through eighth. Mm-hmm. And... Um, some of it's cut and dried, like Coach Bob Heilman was saying from St. Mary's Springs, where okay, hey, well, obviously for Springs, they're by far the number one team. There's no question about it. They take all that information, present it. They have about a minute to present each team, and uh, from there, if it's everyone kind of feels the same, then they're in and out in 25 minutes. In other instances, though, some of the lower teams, some of the teams feel that their seeds are a little bit disrespectful, and they want to get a little higher seed. Then they got to present their cases again, go through another revote. As many times as possible, I'm, I'm going to think I'm not, They didn't exactly say there was a, a limit On how many times they could appeal But that's where it comes into play Brett, where you see maybe conferences Teams from the same conference kind of ganging up on maybe A team that's not mm-hmm. or Though they won't say that, you know, but it is implied That that happens, and then you also see And in, 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 in the coach from Cedar Grove, Belgium, also talked about There being a difference, a stark difference between Metro area teams, especially in D5 Where you see a lot of those teams from the metro area and rural teams kind of aligning With themselves on those kind of You know, parameters, so I found that be In other words, there's a lot of politics involved Folks, mm. when it comes down to these seating meetings And it's not just football, you see that in basketball And any other thing that's seated I thought that was very interesting, Brett, because We have seen some interesting D2 designations This was like four or five years ago I know with Menasha, you know, kind of walked Into that kind of cauldron where they had some teams Out west that were all together They kind of got a bad seat, so did Hortonville, I think yep. too And, uh that came out to kind of bite the teams from out west because then uh, they actually got upset. Some of them got upset in some of the early rounds. So oh, got to play a little bit of politics
1: when you're a coach. Sometimes I wonder in those seating meetings too if, if, if you couldn't go in and if you're maybe looking for a favorable a few games, a favorable playoff road, if you could say, you know no, what, well, you can drop us down. We'll be, we'll be glad to go out west and play <laughs> teams from a lesser conference because we're battle-tested. We might be coming in at 6-3 and three with fi- uh, three conference losses. But we'll be glad to go out to the West and take on teams that we know we can, we can, we can <laughs> handle. So look, I wonder if that's a little shenanigans going on, too. Let me tell you
2: how confident St. Mary Springs is from Fonelac and Coach Highland. Coach Highland basically said, look, if you're not going to make us number one, make us number eight. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll play you right away. You know, they basically are like, so we want to face that number one team right away. <laughs> he doesn't care. He'll play anybody anywhere. That team is so good. It doesn't matter where you put them. But I thought that was pretty telling. It's a guy who talks like it is. I mean, the guy's been there for almost oh, He's got years. the resume, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And it's interesting because that's, that's kind of how some of these coaches feel with their programs that are so established and week in, week out, year after year. They're, they're the top notch in the state. It doesn't matter where you play them. Just play them. But for some of these other teams, you're looking at where you're going to go. What the matchups are. Maybe you're, you're hurting a little bit in terms of injuries. You kind of want to get a favorable first-round matchup. So that also plays into effect. But it's kind of tough to hear, Brett, the, the whole ge- ge- geographical thing where they're kind of ganging up on, a, on, on one team that's an outlier. Yeah. It happens, though. Maybe it's human nature to kind of align yourself with folks that you know rather than probably the outsider. But uh, that, by the way, was coming up Saturday mer- morning, early Saturday morning, after these Week 9 games, Brett. They'll announce the eight teams that are in each pod and then that later on that morning, you know, they're all going to go to a certain place, all going to bring some donuts, and they're all going to go there and argue seed one through seed eight. I will pay attention to that because I'll be in right in the, 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 co- the wrap-up column for Friday's games. So I'll be giving you, by the way, follow me at PC Ricardo. I'll be giving you up-to-date from what when I hear from other coaches telling me what those seedings are going to be, where they're actually kind of seated. So hopefully some of these coaches will get in contact with me and we'll kind of have you know kind of like a, a, a pre
1: before they're actually officially decided. And you know what I'll be doing? Sleeping. I'll, no, I'll be trying to figure out which level one game that we will stream because right. we have uh, been given a permission to stream playoff games again. Yes, we have, and we're, we're really excited about those. So thank yeah. you for the higher-ups here. It's a little bit different process because there's a fee involved, so looking forward to Seeing those level one games, uh, Rosie, and, and right. fig- figuring it out. So they get
0: us for four more weeks?
1: Yeah, hopefully four more yeah, weeks. Yeah. You know, well, there's a certain other media outlet that seems yeah. to have exclusive <laughs> rights on uh, playoff mm. games that we can't stream if they happen to be broadcasting. But I, nope. we're not going to run into that in the early Ooh. levels. So, nope. Hey, can't nine? are we really week nine already it this week? It is week nine. Yeah. Where did the time go? <laughs> are you going <gonna laughs> to wear shorts this week? Heck yeah, it's All supposed right. to be like 70 degrees on Friday. Although yeah. Although Rosie, I did see now that could rain could be moving in now at, at Friday night. So hopefully, but I'll be hopefully, yeah, hopefully. Right now, right now it's looking like we yeah. have we have two booths we can use, and Rosie oh, will be in the next booth, ne- yep. uh, right next door, and uh, can have the camera, so he could be protected.
0: Are we
2: the only media there again? Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. So as of right now, yeah.
0: Unless it's rain, it's, it rains, and someone doesn't want to get wet, then okay. they will say, oh hey, can I have a, a spot in your uh, press box? Which is really nice. They redid it. It's very nice. Yeah, very nice. At but hopefully Patrick they'll Field. just say, mm, I don't think so. Or oh. else, you know, you'll have to. Yeah, well, there's a spot way in the corner. I don't think it's there.
1: supposed to be the rain like like last week. Let's just yeah. put it that way. I
0: think if it does, it's not till later in the yeah. evening. So I think so we'll be good to go. We'll be fine.
1: But I think it's supposed to be mild. Heck yeah, I'm going to go all nine weeks. I might wear with shorts, shorts on. I might have to take a picture of that for all the ladies and out then, there. And <laughs> then, I think the mild weather is supposed to continue. Maybe a uh, level oh. one, we can really push the shorts. Yeah,
2: it'll go. It'll yeah. go like. <clears throat> 70 <coughs> degrees and then down to 30 yeah. the following week, one in Wisconsin. It's my, it's my yeah. refusal to let summer go. Well, that, go, that segues into our final topic real quick. Wrightstown Little Shoot, Brett. Mm. This, is, this mm. is a phenomenal game. I know early in the season we're like, well, okay, that game, okay, there's probably going to have some kind of implications there. But, no, this is for it all, isn't it, Brett? And we're excited
1: and to be there. Well, and as we said at the, at the beginning of the show, uh, historic ramifications, a five-way tie, I don't know, did you 85. find 85? Eighty-five was the last time it happened. Yeah, there's been in a the bunch state?
2: of there's been a bunch of four-way ties. No, in our area, I you didn't know, check the okay. state. In our area, I, I, I checked Dan Cohn's his his magic book. You know, yeah. so there's been four uh, four-way ties on, on several occasions. But the eighty-five only ha- or, or the one the five-way tie only happened once in eighty-five that I know of. So that is incredible. Could happen, Brett. But hey, Little Shoot has to do it, and then some of these other schools got to win out.
1: Well, Little Shoot's going to have to do it, and they're going to have to do it. I think defensively because that is a power running game. Uh, Ground and pound that uh, the Wrightstown Tigers like to feature, and that's no thats this—that's been their program for years and years, along with a very stingy defense. At Little Shoot, uh, am I, I going to make a yes. prediction right now? I'm going to pick the Mustangs in a barn burner only oh. because Little Shoot always has a good defense. Okay, always has a good defense. They rise to the occasion of of their opponent. They seem to match up well against Wrightstown in recent seasons, and They've got enough of a dynamic passing attack. They got Connor Mahre at quarterback. Mm-hmm. You got Charlie Hippus is doing uh, done some nice things on the ground. And now, where I was wondering, what, what they lost some talented wide receivers last year. In, in Kyle Hippis, and Kyle Hippus, Troy DeBruin, and Corey Dietrich, very uh, good hands and speed. Yes. We saw that last year when we streamed yeah. their win against Freedom. Now you're getting guys like Adam Hippus and Jacob Lilge, juniors only, coming up. Uh, Noah Miller is a good wide receiver, another junior. So all of a sudden, these guys are starting to emerge with uh, a senior quarterback in Connor Mara who doesn't make mistakes with a football I think there's enough diversity there between the run game and the pass game to make it a little tough on Wrightstown Wrightstown's a real deal obviously but I think Little Shoot is peaking at the right time I think the Mustang's gonna win it at home Rosie
0: I almost have to agree with Brett I think because I think oh Little Shoot is they're starting to peak they're they're like the Cardinals were that one year they went to the Super Bowl they just started playing great ball at the right time uh it's not going to be easy uh cuz if oh boy see, this is a hard pick Braden for
1: smith me. a very good running back for Wrightstown. Uh, the, the little leader Clister's of the also a top yeah. back for them
0: yeah keeping the i mean if they keep the ball on the ground and wear the defense off but i down i just uh oh. i'm i'm thinking uh, a little shoot just just by a, a little by a little
2: in my heart, and in my head, no, actually, let me let me let me phrase that. Start over. In my head, I think Wrightstown's going to win. On paper, I think they're a better team, but I want Little Shoot to win because, because want, I want the five way tie. You the, <laughs> you're looking at the tie. story, you? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm looking at the story. Yeah. It'll help out my story. In, in, like I told you, I think Wrightstown. I'm not saying Little Shoot can't do damage in the playoffs because we have seen what Rzakowski does when he hits that team in the playoffs. I just think Wrightstown's a better team, but I think Little Shoot at home. And if the weather's favorable, Brett, that allows Connor Marr to kind of uh, be able to find his targets a little, little easier. If it was a sloppy game, maybe it, it, it turns over to a, to a kind of grinded-out kind of affair. And obviously, Wrightstown has an advantage there, though I do like Charlie Hippis as a running back. Uh, again, in my head, I think Wrightstown wins, but I want Little Shoot to win. I want the five-way tie. I want the seat. NEC- to make history, and I want it to be a good story for me. So that's what I'm saying. There you go. Little Shoot's going to win this because I want the five-way
1: tie. Is that selfish, Brett? Is that a little selfish? No, I mean, you're, no. You're lo- you're, I well, that's how you operate, Ricardo. <laughs> you, right. you are selfish. You love you some you. Oh, listen, this, is, this, is, this is big for Little Shoot, though, because look at who they've lost to. They and It'll are, be the first title in, in how how many years? I mean, it's been a long time since Boy, i played. I don't know when they, when they last – won or shared a football championship it's, I think it's been 15 years at least 15 it years. might have been oh two when Jim Johnson was there yeah. uh, he was our post-crescent area player of the year back then but uh went on to uh, play division two at Duluth
0: if they go to that uh first half points thing do you know who is second in, I, in, in, in points I don't two? Have allowed no idea oh, okay
1: that's something we're gonna have to figure out uh but but I was going to say with little shoot uh quickly to wrap up here and you I'm loading up their game schedule, and this is kind of important. Look at who they lost to. They lost to Freedom right. and Luxembourg-Casco. If they lose to Wrightstown as well, those are three of the teams at the upper half of the conference. Yeah, they're 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 cleaning house in the bottom half teams, but they got to win one of these games. Now, they did beat FVL 21-20 in a really good game. That was a good win for them, so that's why I'm starting to think maybe they're peaking a little bit. And uh, certainly truly do belong with uh, that upper echelon of teams. And a win over Wright's time would solidify that and really give them a good playoff seating going into a postseason. Yeah,
2: so so again I'm so again Brett and Rosie pick little shoot. I pick Wrightstown but I want Little Shoot to win so I'm going to pick Little Shoot actually I'm, I'm going to pick Little Shoot cuz I want the five-way tie and Brett that'd be a great story and it'd be a great bumper for them going into the postseason as well. I'm not taking anything away from Wrightstown but that's that'd be a big win for Brett's Little
1: Shoot. Wrightstown's only lost two it was Freedom so that's both right. teams have lost to Freedom and that Little Shoot lost to Freedom was in overtime it was a close game 19-13. And that was in week 1. Week so 1. The team has changed a little bit. So all right,
2: great stuff. Well, join us back here again next Wednesday for another edition of the R&B show. Uh, Check us out also. You can download us uh, on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Put it on your phone. Listen to us in your car. Listen to us on the bus if you're a student athlete. And have some great times. Brett's getting ready to throw some stuff at the cameras. Until next week, everyone, have a great week. We'll see you back here for another edition of the R&B Show.
0: Hey, don't hit my camera, man. Oh, when did it end?